your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Let's hear it for Rhea. That's me. Oh, no, you got to make it louder for Cameron Esposito right now. Thank you. Yes. Thank you all so much for being here. It is a weird work week in Los Angeles because everybody has taken four and a half weeks off because the 4th of July is on a Wednesday. So... Holidays um, on a Wednesday. You know what? We just can't work. Honestly, I can't. I can't come in in August. I won't I'm just be here. Have to leave in August. I actually, I can't be here. In and then August. I'm gonna have to take a half June. I'll t- <laughs> so, um, but we're here on we this Tuesday. We're, we're queer. Uh, that's that's. I am. I'm actually pretty used to it at this I'm point. Very. Like, I got used to it. I did. It. I got used to it. Um, <laughs> Oh, Rhea, you had a big day yesterday. I did? Oh, yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Because um, my friend and pal. You don't close, know this person. Close friend. What? Yes, I do. We're close friends. Yeah, but it's like a friendship that... Yeah, well, it's an aspirational it's, it's friendship. It's a bit of a one-sided friendship. <laughs> my one-sided friend, LeBron James, is coming here to play basketball. And I am very excited about it. By the way, I didn't... I didn't mention that you are not real life friends sure. to call you out yeah. but instead to present the audience here and those listening at uh-huh. home with an opportunity <laughs> <laughs> to make your dreams come true yeah you know like I'm sure there's gotta be how many people are in here like I 50, mean LeBron's in here people. right now right no I'm not saying LeBron is here but it's just like how hard is it get to how hard is it to get to LeBron James? Like it's like <laughs> not very hard. It's like not that hard. Like we can get you, we can get you there. Uh, Just get Amy Schumer on the phone. And yeah, yeah. That's it. That's the connect. <laughs> Where's Bill Hader? He's around here somewhere, right? Um. So congrats. Are you pretty Thanks. excited? No, I am pretty excited. I'm happy for him and happy for us in this city because he's a great person and the best basketball player that's ever lived. Why do you like him so much, Ria? Well. I love him because he's a, a great person, loves his family, and also he's always taking care of uh, where he's from, and he uh, is very philanthropic. Is he from anywhere in particular? <laughs> we're, we're from the same place. Yeah. It's called Akron, Ohio, yeah. and we're both from there. You're from the uh, same place, and, and, and that's why you're the same, same size. Yeah, exactly. You ate the same I mean, food. <laughs> Clearly, the same size. As the water has affected me the same way. Yes. <laughs> I didn't Some say. Guy was like, yeah. <laughs> like we're serious. <laughs> no, like you're the same size as like at In least here. part of LeBron. Like <laughs> that doesn't have to be a dick joke. I could be talking about thighs. <laughs> But it can be. <laughs> it can be whatever you want. It's your month of July off. So do whatever the fuck you want with it. And whoever the fuck you want with it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Do whoever the fuck. <laughs> it's the fuck of July. <laughs> 
shit. Well, you know what? I mean, I feel like you had a great day yesterday where LeBron is coming to uh-huh. LA. But I had a terrible yesterday yesterday oh. because oh, yeah. I cut myself on an almond. She did. <laughs> Look. She sliced her little paw. Can you see how I have a big cut right here? How? I cut myself on an almond. <laughs> what is confusing to you? <laughs> I was eating almonds like this. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and they looked down and I, there were these really good almonds with a lot of powder on them. Yeah. She likes those powdery Taste almonds. Those powder. chili lime ones. But these weren't chili lime, right? They were something else. Sriracha. <laughs> Watch out. Then the sriracha burnt through my skin. <laughs> made me have a too high stigmata. <laughs> this gotta go lower. Just a little bit lower. I was in the shower going, oh, this is definitely going to get infected. <laughs> yeah. Because this is my fucking hand. It's a fucking um, hand. I'm right handed. I'm right handed in writing uh-huh. and everything, but not basketball or sure. sex. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Both are cardiovascular activities. Mm. Rage is my cardio, by the way. <laughs> How are you? Must be in great shape right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's also how I keep my teeth clean. Just <laughs> mash them and all the food just flies right out. Sweetie, I'm worried about the front then. You know? Well, I brushed the front. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> that after, like, the, like, right after the Trump presidency, everybody just has receded gums. <laughs> Needs to have gum replacement surgery. That's a real thing. You guys, sometimes if you just honestly gum just like be kind of well, because like sometimes you just brush yes, too could hard. I have bubblicious? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you came here to laugh, did you not? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They came here to hear political things they agree with. <laughs> We used to laugh, didn't we? <laughs> um, I wrote down Fourth of July, and I because I wanted to ask you about your favorite. Anyway. Yeah, no, it's fine. We, I'm not. I'm yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I'm not You're doing not. it like Fourth of July. I'm doing it like you, Ria. Yeah. What's your fave memory of tomorrow <laughs> from the past? <laughs> I love the way you talk. <laughs> um, I think probably, well, I think my favorite is, well, there's like two. Anyway, I feel like they're the same one, but they're probably not. Um, so I would always go to my dad's on the 4th of July for visitation, because mm-hmm. um, obviously. And uh, <laughs> he would get a bunch of fireworks because he lived in his dad's basement. <laughs> This is the truth. This it's not Rhea's, a joke. This is Rhea's real life. <laughs> I mean, it's, please laugh at it, but I'm also just like, I didn't make it up. <laughs> he, he used to feed, serve me dinner on a weight bench that he like never used in a basement that was his, in his dad's house. And I know this sounds very depressing, but it made me the strong lesbian that I am today. So. 
to that basement. Yeah, yeah, you have. And I briefly, that, I will say, dark. Sometimes, so, sometimes somebody goes, "Oh, it's a basement." And you're like, "Well, but is it like really a basement?" <laughs> like that's a basement. That is a basement. <laughs> it has yeah, a yeah, real yeah. feeling of basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm a real keep those shoes on kind of a kid. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Just not a lot of time and just like transition directly into black socks. Like this is just, yeah, not taking these shoes off. But uh, anyway, so I went over there for the 4th of July and he would always have like a big bag of fireworks that he probably got illegally. And my cousin was also over there and we were lighting smoke bombs and we, I threw one and it bounced and landed under some these two pine trees, uh, which of course had a shed under them. Uh, there were various sheds about the property. <laughs> What would have been in there? I, I, I don't know. You know, like honestly, you just buy the shed and/or you were given the shed because you this you is weren't be, so able to be paid back, so you were paid in kind with a shed. Sheds are sort of just like financial payments mm-hmm. in the circles that I'm from. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and so the smoke bomb bounced underneath the pine trees, and there were a bunch of dried pine needles under there, and it immediately caught a flame. And then my dad and I were standing there, looked at each other, and neither of us were wearing shoes. And so my cousin was the only one with shoes on, and he had to run and go put it out by himself. Because I'm that much of a hillbilly that, that I was like lighting class- firecrackers without shoes on. <laughs> And then the other one is the time that my dad gave me a lit cigarette to light fireworks by myself. <laughs> like at what age would you have been? I would say it was about 10. Did you smoke it? No, I wanted to real bad though. But he would have murdered me if mm. I would have done that. So you and just waited till you were 13? <laughs> yeah, I just waited. That's just true. Two, I yeah. just know really. I started earlier than that. I started smoking when I was like 11 or 12. What? 13. 13 I was old. Was 13. <laughs> I was driving by then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was drinking by that. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. And then, the, like, the whole neighborhood... You started smoking at 11? Yeah, pretty sure, yeah. Who six, the sixth fuck? Sixth grade or whatever. Huh? You don't look like you can buy cigarettes now. I know. <laughs> I know. Who the fuck? How did you get... Cigarettes. Well, first I found them on the ground. <laughs> and then second, I would like bum them from the slightly older kids that had older, you know, cousins, brothers, whatever. It's like one cigarette that's yeah, being passed you just down. <laughs> passed around yeah, the neighborhood. you take it. You take yeah. it. And then a lot of my childhood was just hanging out in front of gas stations asking people to buy me cigarettes. And they, and occasionally someone they would? They would do it more often I than you would think. I have pictures of you. <laughs> you were a child. I know, child. mostly my friend did it because I looked too, like, much, like a yeah. child. <laughs> so yeah. people didn't want to do that. Like a sweet, a, a sweetie like a sweet who wanted baby. a pack of Camel Lights. Well, <laughs> hard pack if possible. <laughs> will you buy me a, will you buy me a hard pack? <laughs> of That's exactly Camel what I sounded like. Lights. <laughs> You're drinking a juice box. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You crush it on your forehead. (laughs) (laughs) But then also, uh, the fireworks, it was like a bunch of houses with like acreage. It's very hillbilly Hicksville where my grandfather lived. And uh, so then at the end of the night, there would be like bags full of unlit fireworks that hadn't been put off, but all the adults were super trashed. So they would just take them and throw them into the bonfire. (laughs) And then you would just run home. 
Honestly, that I would like to do that. I mean, <laughs> with you at our house tomorrow. <laughs> I don't have a bag of fireworks. There's what a lot of that. What, what is like fireworks? Nothing, right? What is like for baby? You're a firework? Oh, no, that's not what I nope, want. Nope, not a joke. Um, didn't work. Abort. Get do out. Do you want to nope. ask me about my 4th of July? What that was, would be an exit strategy uh, that we can employ. No, I know. I d- yeah. <laughs> I'm an only child. <laughs> What's your favorite 4th of July memory? Thank you so much for asking. Sure thing. <laughs> Anytime. Well, I used to go to Ohio when I was... What? You were in Ohio, and I was also there. Yeah, we didn't even parts. know. We were not that far away. We weren't looking in the right direction. I know, I know. Um, yeah, that's where my mom's from, so mm-hmm. she was also from... She's from Southern Ohio. She's from Southern Ohio, yes. Gal Police... Which is where Bob Evans is from. The Bob Evans. Wow. The restaurant Bob Evans. One time my dad almost... Not Robert Evans. None of you know who that is either. (laughs) One time my... Yes, from the restaurant. (laughs) The real Bob Evans from the fucking restaurant. The fucking restaurant. Can you believe it? That's where my mom is from. (laughs) One time my dad almost hit him. (laughs) <laughs> the restaurant with our car <laughs> what family kind of car was it oh. well, we were in the family station wagon uh-huh. where I was probably in the back seat with my older sister doing this thing that we would do where we would see how many cars we could get to get away from us by doing weird antics <laughs> but really cars were just changing lanes <laughs> We would keep a... We, would, we had, like... I don't know why we had this. You know one of those things, like, a bouncer has? Oh, you... I, I was, we had, like, a toy one of those. Like, a toy one? <laughs> so a we toy would, counter and then just a little velvet rope. Yeah. Five dollars more and you get the toy clipboard. But we would... I mean... But also... Imagine if you were driving behind these people. Here's an example of the Excuse kind of me, antics... Excuse me, gotta stamp your wrist. <laughs> I'm still going on that, because it's just... No, go ahead, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, you got a counter. Yes. Thank you. Thanks, my friend. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The thing that sucked <laughs> was that one fourth of July, I had a crush on a boy... What? And he gave my older sister a Bart Simpson pin, okay? <laughs> I'm still reeling from that, and that's why I'm gay. It's really tough. <laughs> it's terrible. She didn't even care about it. <laughs> it said, holy cow, what are his things? <laughs> what it said? My, yeah, that's what it said. it said. Eat my shorts. No, it didn't say that one. It said, don't have a cow. And I Ma'am. Was, oh, man, I really... I really, I really don't want to have a cow, you know, but like now I... Remember when everyone used to say that? <laughs> don't have a cow. <laughs> That's what we just said to each other as like a greeting back then in 1990. Yeah, we did say that. What's up? Don't have a cow. <laughs> but then you... Cowabunga, dude. You, don't have a cow. But then you were a vegetarian at that time, so it had like extra meaning yeah. for you. Don't have a cow. <laughs> Do not have a cow. You're the only person who at the end of it said, because I don't. <laughs> Just me and Lisa Simpson. Oh, 
Was she a vegetarian? I basically yeah. have only watched one episode she of had the like a television show. Dream and uh, Paul McCartney and Linda McCartney were there. Mm. Famed vegetarians. Mm. Yes. No, I, I just, Former when I was musician. a child, I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons. Mm. Yeah, me um, neither. But I went and hung out in my dad's basement and watched it. So. <laughs> I just feel Jesus. like the only thing that I watched a shit ton of cops as a kid, which is like, no, that's way worse than The Simpsons. <laughs> Were those, those were on like all the time? No, but like, was it Simpsons, Married with Children, Cops? Pretty was that much. Like the yeah. lineup? It was Simpsons. But I just mean like specifically. Married with Children, Cops, Cops, Tales from the Crypt. And I was just like. <laughs> and then we were like really surprised by what happened with Fox. Okay, yeah, I just right. want to put that I'm so shocked. <laughs> okay, well, anyway. Um, <laughs> hey, Rhea, you've been great. Yeah, I've been fantastic. Um, we got a great you know what wow is this uh, first comic such a uh-huh. like a true talent yeah totally makes the both of us laugh totally uh, all the time a lot uh-huh. so we're really happy that they're here tonight please let's hear it right now huge round of applause for the amazing Jackie Cation give it up for Jackie <laughs> I had that whole thing about not allowing uh, anyone to watch anything. Uh, my sister was not allowed to watch One Day at a Time. One Day at a Time? One Day at a Time. The original, back when in the 12th century. And, uh, and it was because uh, my mom didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, we were all allowed to watch like Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, and Soap, and every other fucking thing that had sex in it. But not single parent raising two ladies, because uh, I think it reminded my stepmother of her own life, and she was married. <laughs> disturbing. I am me, you guys, uh, and my name is Jackie Cation, and I'm a middle-aged white lady. Here's the weird thing. I have never considered myself white. Possibly the whitest thing I've ever said. (laughs) But I'm from Wisconsin, and I promise you, I know what I am. I know what this is. All the way around peasant stock, right? (laughs) Old school peasant stock. This is half Irish, half Armenian. Genetically modified to pick up a rock on someone else's property. (laughs) So I know what I am, but I swear to God, if someone would have said when I was a child, I'm white, I would have said in Wisconsin, do you mean Polish? Do you mean German? Do you mean Norwegian? As I slowly backed away from their swastika factory. Uh... And uh, we're, we're, it's a terrible time, of course, and my job as a middle-aged white lady is to get in the face of other stupider, meaner white people. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm willing to do it because I love the idea, the illusion of government. I love the illusion of America. Who doesn't love it? Fake it till you make it, you guys. Ever since the Code of Hammurabi, ever since the Magna Carta and the Declaration and the Constitution, the illusion, of course, we're all equal. We all have the same opportunity. Uh, that is not so, but I'm willing to pretend, and I thought we were, as a woman, a middle-aged white lady sitting in a gravy boat, uh, I thought we were doing pretty good. <laughs> I was
was hoping to coast to the end and then fall over in a heap. That was my plan for my life. But now, now, now I got to get in the way of shitty behavior. That's the job going forward. And I'm willing to do it because I love America, but I wanna, uh, I'm an American, so I would like to hire someone. Uh, yeah, I'm an Amazon Prime member. Does no one care? Does no one care? I've already paid for shipping. Fix this. I don't know if I have time for this story, but by God, we're going to give it a shot. Here's what happened. It was a bad situation, you guys. And this is, I'm not fighting Nazis over here. Just fighting regular stupid white people. That's what I've decided to do. Uh, If there's trouble, I'm going to pipe up. As training for when I meet an actual Nazi. Uh, Which could happen at any minute. Uh, So, here's, I'm at the Delta Sky Club. Yeah, it's a classy life. It's a classy life, you guys. Delta Sky Club. The one at LAX, the one that's being renovated, so it's tiny. It's tiny. It fits about 120 people. I was there one morning, had 120 people in it. We were all seated. It was lovely. It was quiet. It was nice. Everyone had an outlet. It was a it was a beautiful moment. In walks a family of nine white folks. White folks, just so you know, Richie Rich and their families. Two uh, whitey magoo uh, couples. <laughs> Grandpa, right? So five adults, white adults. Uh, four children, ages three to twelve years old. They walk in. There's nowhere to really sit. And uh, so, they don't do what nine people ought to do when they walk into a crowded room, which is head for a wall. Head for a wall. <laughs> c- circle up. Put the kids on the floor, hand them something to shove into their face, and uh, wait it out. That's what they should have done. We all know that. That's not, I'm not making up things. So, (laughs) instead, five adults stand in the middle of the room and talk at this level. Uh, Four children start running around, ages three to 12, running around, running around. And then uh, uh, the 120 of us all sit around as a group, grab our headphones, and go under, right? That's what we do. That's what we do as a group. Uh, But we give each other the side eye. There's some hairy eyeball being bounced around that room. That's what's happening. During this event, there's 20 minutes of this where they're but it did it, did it, did it, did it, and uh, in walks a young black couple, very lovely, a lot of melanin going on. It's a it's a beautiful moment. They have a, a child with them. You know what they do? They fucking hit a wall. They go for a wall. Yeah. They take out a device and they shove that device into the child's face. Uh, there's a blessed silence that comes from that corner. It is, a, it is a delight. At which point I realize how fucking white the whole world is. Um, I get up. I'm just like, I get a coffee. So I go to get a coffee. They're in the way. One of the women bumps into me. We apologize. I get my coffee. I'm coming back. The other woman, the other mom, then says, again, a little bit louder than this, we should get everyone together and head towards the gate. Get everyone together. And I, this is where I lose it, small. I start an applause break. (laughs) And I just stare at them. And they become enraged. Uh, the moms have had it with me and my kind. And, uh, and so the moms go, they're, so what, what, is there a problem? Is there a problem? They're children. And I said, and ostensibly, you are parents. And, and then she mumbles something else at me, and I, gen- I literally said to her, white people are killing me right now. We're the worst. We're the fucking worst. <laughs> 
and I go and I sit down. And then they follow me and they keep yelling at me. The guy's yelling at me. You think you're so smart, blah, blah. And then the other mom goes, I take it you're not a mother. And then the 35-year-old white guy who's sitting next to me on his headphones takes his headphones off and goes, I have two children. They're five and three. When I'm out in public with them, I parent them. Puts his headphones right back on. You know what that guy is? That guy's a white meat shield right there. That guy's doing good work. That guy's getting in the way of some shitty behavior. And, uh, and then the grandpa comes forward, and he's going to fix it. Old white guy's going to fix it. And he says, all right, everyone, just calm down. Just calm down. Everyone, just take a time out. And I say what you imagine that I would say, which is, why do I have to take a time out? Your children don't have to. And... <laughs> At which point, they all fucking leave. And then we all win, except for that, uh, the way this ends is a young black couple, the dad comes up to me, crouches in front of my chair and goes, high five me, right now. (laughs) I don't know why I want a parade, but we all do. Have a good night. Thank you. I may be going to tell jokes a little bit later, but I just wanted to share with you a uh, new impression that I've realized I'm very good at. <laughs> okay. I mean, this is what I, not what I came for, but uh, I'll allow it. The crosswalk robot. <laughs> now I'm nervous. Wait. Wait. All right, fine. (laughs) Fucking whatever. I'll do it again. Wait. (laughs) All right. right. No more waiting. That doesn't work. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Dying quill. Woo! (laughs) We have more comics. Are you excited? This first comic, it's their first time on the show, so you know what we do when it's somebody's first time on the show. And they were also in the wonderful television show, Bajillion Dollar Properties. Give it up right now for Dana Doot! Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Um, I had an eventful week so far, and it's very early in the week. I joined the gym. Yes. I rejoined the gym. I rejoined the gym. Because I, I, I was like in a relationship and like I thought this was the one, you know? So I canceled my gym membership. <laughs> Started eating fried foods, had a cell phone bell clip. Life was good! <laughs> and we broke up, so I had to rejoin the gym. I joined the Gold's Gym, which I don't belong in a Gold's Gym at all. Is anyone a member of a Gold's Gym? It's just a bunch of like roided out dudes in affliction shirts just snorting egg whites all day long. <laughs> I'm like by far the smallest person to have walked into this gym. Like the amount of weights that I lift are like cartoonishly small. People come up to me all the time. They're like, uh, are you doing physical therapy? You okay, did you get into an accident? Trainers come up to me all the time, like concerned about my protein intake. Like, yo, you get enough protein, bro? You get enough protein? There's not much protein you need. You wake up in the morning, 12 eggs, no salt, no fat, 12 boiled eggs. Lunch, you eat a lamb, a whole lamb, no salt, no fat, steamed lamb. Dinner, you eat a family of cows. Mom cow, dad cow, even the fucking baby cow. I don't give a rat's ass. Also, rat's ass, great source of protein. Shit, man, enough of the protein. What am I gonna do, go to GNC? 
get one of those huge jars of protein powder with those aggro fucking names like Protein Dick Punch 3000. <laughs> no. I am a huge member of Team Carb. I fucking love carbs. I fuck with gluten big time. Yes. Don't eat bread, bro. It's just filler. Yeah, it fills me up with bread. It's delicious. I'm alone. I tried yoga at the gym. I like yoga. I don't like the instructors. You know? You know, like, they're so pretend... They always feel like they can breathe into parts of their bodies that lungs don't exist. And they just expect us to do the same. Like, everyone, take a deep breath in through the nose, down the spine, past the back of the knees, settling into the soles of your feet. Are you fucking hollow? How are you doing this? I took a spin class once and only once for the rest of my life, never again. Has anyone done this shit? You like it? Oh, you're you're it's, it's the worst. It's, if the Nazis had an aerobic exercise of choice, hands down, it would be spin class. They'd be like, okay, y'all going to get on the bike. Well, then y'all going to lock your feet into the bike. Well, then you're going to ride the bike until you die. Was it going to be house music? That's the worst. I hate it. And that's another one. I hate the instructors. It's always the same exact instructor. It's always some super skinny, methed out dude in spandex who just took a hit of meth and cartwheels into the class. And you got to keep up with their energy level. And they're always the worst counters ever. Like, they're horrible at counting. They're like, you guys are great. Fuck, man. It's 30 seconds between five and four. Stick to the Mississippi system. I'm literally out of breath from doing that joke. <laughs> yes. Keep clapping. Give me some time to recover. No, it's not. <laughs> We're good. We're good. <laughs> so this is weird. I'm an actor right now on a TV show on the Disney Channel. Please, stay seated. I'm on the Disney Channel. I'm on this show called Kicking It. And... <laughs> <laughs> and um, just to show you how ethnically open-minded and racially diverse Disney is, I want you guys to guess what the name of my character is on this show. I'm going to give you three choices of actual names of characters on this show. I'm one of them. Am I Eddie? Am I Rudy? Or am I Falafel Phil? <laughs> this is a real thing. If you fucking Google Falafel Phil, my face comes out. <laughs> Please do not Google it right now. Phone's away. It's very humiliating. Um, I went to college, and now I'm playing Falafel Phil on TV, and it's completely changed my life, because I'm, like, sort of famous to, like, five- and six-year-old kids now. <laughs> and it's, like, completely ruined my game, because, like, kids don't get that there's, like, you know, inopportune times to, like, run up to someone. They'll just fucking run up to you wherever you are. And, like, I'll be on a date... And I don't want this girl to know that I'm fucking Falafel Phil. <laughs> and suddenly, like, ten snot-nosed five-year-olds just run up to our table like, Oh my God, it's Falafel Phil! Make me a Falafel Phil! Make me a Falafel Phil! 
I'm like, shut up, kid. Can't you see I'm on a date here at Chuck E. Cheese, apparently? <laughs> and kids also don't get that you're an actor playing a role. Like, they think that you're the actual person when they see you, which got me in trouble. I was at a mall, and this kid is walking with his dad. Kid sees me, lets go of his dad's hand, and just starts sprinting towards me. Grabs onto my leg, and is like, oh my god, it's you. I can't believe it's you. The dad runs over and is like, whoa, 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 son, who is this man? I'm like, sir, it's okay, I'm just an actor. No, he's not, he's Flavel Phil. I sleep in my room every night at eight o'clock. So, I'm on parole, and uh, that's where we are. I like falafels. I'm a big foodie. Big foodie. Any foodies here? Yes. Yeah, burrata. Um, I like being a foodie. I don't like the word foodie. It's so pretentious sounding, right? I'm a foodie. It is what I am. If you want to see how pretentious the word foodie is, try explaining what it means to someone from a third world country. Like, oh, I'm a foodie? Yeah, what does that mean? I really, really, really like food. Oh, I also really, really, really like food. I am also a foodie. <laughs> okay, no, you don't get it. Um, I go on like journeys and excursions like just to find food. Yeah, I walk like 50 miles a day just to get food. We are foodies. Okay, still not getting it. Um, it's like a whole socially conscious lifestyle I lead. Uh, for example, I wear Tom's shoes. Oh my God, you're not going to believe this. I'm also wearing Tom's shoes. They airdrop them in my village. Okay, that was too much. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you guys have been great. Thank you very much. Take care. Have a good night. Hey, PYHT listeners. Sometimes people ask us, how can I support the show? Well, turns out there's a lot you can do. Any one of these helps. First, and here's an easy one, you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share an episode on Facebook or Twitter or tell a friend about us just using your human voice. You can follow our show and Earwolf on Instagram, Twitter, all your socials. And if you have a few bucks a month for podcasts, you can use our code PYHT to sign up for Stitcher Premium. That way, we get a little bonus. You'll get archives plus a ton of bonus episodes and podcasts all within the Earwolf family. Use the code PYHT for your first month free. So there it is. Subscribe, share, follow, just tell a pal. We are at PYHT Show across socials. Oh, we love you. Keep it going for Dan. Oh, man. I have so many I have so many thoughts on that, but like like that was there was so much going on, but I'm still my brain's still on burrata because that is my worst nightmare. I don't like soft cheese. I have never had nacho cheese. No, that's true. I'm thirty six. I've never had nacho cheese and I'm not going to ever. I'm not going to. I'm not gonna try it. I don't wanna try it. Fuck yeah, it is gross. Why does it look like that? Why do you want to eat it if it looks like that? What's wrong with all of the rest of you? Sick, sick, sick. But you know what I do love? Hard cheese. Fucking love hard cheese. Also, 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 if you shred hard cheese, place it onto something 
and then melt it so it becomes soft, I'm also fine with that. (laughs) Cream cheese? Huh. Well, that's actually just kind of like a different thing. (laughs) So yeah, I'll eat that. I love cream cheese. That's so good. Yogurt? My fave. Love yogurt. It's essentially kind of the softest cheese. (laughs) But don't you hit me with the brie. Why is it hard on the outside and then it's smushy in the middle? I don't like to eat foods that that are that texture. I've never had nacho cheese, and I go to a lot of baseball games. Actually, this past week I had an incredible gift given to me where I went to a baseball game, but then the person I was going with couldn't come last minute, so I just went like, oh, I guess I'll go by myself. And um, they got us tickets, and the tickets were in like an upper deck section where it was all summer camps. (laughs) No, wait a minute, hang on a second. In the sixth inning, all of the summer camps left. And I had four sections of Dodger Stadium to myself. Four entire. Se- I'm not so- Someone might be thinking to themselves, rows? Four rows? Four individual seats? Four sections. I moved to the exact middle. (laughs) And I fucking had the experience I have been trying to have in all public places. (laughs) Previously. I really like people. I just don't like sounds that people make. With their mouths. Here are the things that I have a hard time with. It's a, I have a, what do you say it is, Rhea? I don't know. Ear thing. <laughs> Rhea got me air traffic controller earmuffs. <laughs> for a nice Christmas gift. <laughs> and I said, oh, thank you so much. You know me. Um, yeah, I don't like... Here, okay, all right. Look, I know there's a lot of fucked up shit going on in the world right now. I'm aware of that. I just feel like it's okay to also share the small things, right? Okay, great. Um, soft cheese, that's a real problem. We're on a plane. You are 10 rows back, and you are whispering. So all I can hear is... For six hours, I'm gonna be fucked up emotionally when that flight lands. <laughs> Other things I don't like you park in front of my house and you sit in your car for a very long time, and the bass on your stereo has been adjusted in a way that makes music impossible <laughs> to enjoy. <laughs> Rhea and I were having, I don't even know if it was a fight or a conversation the other day, but like, oh, that's not like a calling out. We fight all the time. Was the part that was funny that I couldn't remember if it was a fight or a conversation? 
The other day we screamed at each other about politics. We like I we like woke up and started like it was within 15 minutes of our waking up. We were screaming at each other about a like narrow division in our political views. <laughs> and then I looked at the clock and it was 7:15. <laughs> So that's how I know I'm in a fulfilling relationship, to be honest. <laughs> if I was in a relationship with somebody and they were like, eh, I sleep till 10. Or if they were like, eh, I don't like to talk about politics first thing. Or if they were like, I like to talk about politics first thing, but I don't like to say, I hate you! <laughs> Over narrow political discrepancies while we're married to each other. I wouldn't be able to be with that person. The other day we were having either a conversation or a fight. <laughs> and I did that thing that I like kind of, I do this all the time. I go, do you hear that? <laughs> and I was like, no. And I'm like, somebody's base is all the way up. <laughs> anyway, I'm a little high strung is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I have a hard time relaxing. Is anybody here good at relaxing? Are there any people here who are good at that? If you, do you exist? You, you're good at relaxing? What's the secret? How do you relax? What do you do to like get yourself in that zone? Like what's, sit in a quiet place. Sit in a quiet place. I feel like I'm gonna get talked through this. Continue. <laughs> yes? Great. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was really beautiful. Thank you for your help. What do you do with what do you do for a living? I'm currently a theater. Uh jazz musician. No. Uh you're a theater major. That's cool. So you're are you in college or grad school? Yeah, you're in college. So you're a child. I'm a and I just went and I just went like does anybody know? And then you were like, then you like pulled out the pack of cigarettes that you've had in your pocket since you were 11 and you were like, yeah, I know how to relax. Um, no. Rhea, is that the thing you do with cigarettes? Yeah, great job. I thought it was a good act out. Because you're like packing them, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I know all about it. I've smoked a lot. That's not true. I've not smoked very much at all. When I was 16, my best friend and I for Lent, took up smoking. So, <laughs> that's the only time I've ever had a pack of cigarettes in my possession was that Lent, and then also when I briefly lived in Europe, because I couldn't understand how to convey to people that I was trying to fit in. So these are the things I tried to do to look like I fit in in Europe bought a lot of black turtlenecks from the Gap. <laughs> Wore only clogs. Joined a members-only jazz club. <laughs> where I went by myself. Um, and bought one pack of cigarettes that I just, like, I think held. Maybe I tucked it in the turtle, like I did, like I, like... 
equiv the equivalent of that, but up here. As you can see, I'm from here. That's why I speak English. This is Italy. Um, anyway, you're a theater major? Yeah. Cool. Where Are you local? Are you in school locally? Oh, well, welcome to town. Thank you for being here. Uh, how's, it, how's it going? What year are you? Um, I'm graduating next year. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, you're ready. You, you know how you want your feet to look. You understand and have command of relaxation. Plus, you're good at eye contact. I think you're going to be great. Yeah, I really believe in you. Yeah. I guess we should keep the show rolling. Um, but yeah, definitely don't smoke. Um, that would be the message. <laughs> my parents found the cigarettes that were in my... Wait, purse? <laughs> I don't know. I had one. <laughs> but I still wore it like it was like a satchel full of arrows you know like or whatever <laughs> this is where I keep my rocks for my slingshot I don't know <laughs> but they found the cigarettes I'm like oh they're not mine they're my friends but she doesn't want to smoke at her parents house so I'm keeping them for her and I was a good enough kid that they were like that checks out that sounds right <laughs> Like, I didn't even get in trouble because I never did anything. Uh, I just never did anything because I didn't, because my older sister had wanted to, like, sneak out of the house all the time to see her boyfriend, and I was just like, you can trust me to not sneak out to see my boyfriend. <laughs> I had a boyfriend, and I didn't sneak to see him. I didn't see him. Um... This is the final thing I, oh, I don't know. I was looking through photographs, old photographs of this friend, the smoking friend. <laughs> so we were on the swim team together and I found, so I was like looking through, um, oh, photographs are, it's the. <laughs> you used to get them, you could hold them in your hand. They were on paper. So, <laughs> I was like looking through all these photographs from when we were in high school together, we were on the swim team, and it was just like normal photograph, normal photograph, normal photograph. And then this photograph where, first of all, so like, this person knew this happened. But there, I have a photograph of them where definitely what is clear to me from the photograph is that they were changing after swim team and I went like look at the camera and held the camera above the changing stall and then she went like <laughs> like with an intuit face and then I had those photographs developed and looked through them just like Ah, the photographs of a straight person. Like, 
I'm not sure why I thought I was doing this. I'm not sure why I thought she was doing this. I was just like, when you're on a swim team with each other, sometimes you take photos like this. So anyway, I've made Rhea look at that photograph a lot. I'm like, Rhea, look at this photograph! Okay, we gotta go. But, are you ready for more show? Amazing comic coming up next. Please already start clapping. Continue the beautiful applause. Let's hear it for Steph Tollum. Get up! Thank you. Oh, hi. We good? I'm Canadian. You're welcome. Yes. This is what all Canadian women sound like. Like we've been foraging through the woods our whole lives. Survived off of rainwork, rainwork, rainwater and bark. I don't know what's happening. I'm sober. How are we? That's good. Very worn. Wo- <laughs> what's wrong with me? I'm sober. I can't perform when I'm sober. Very warm woman. The only way I cool off is if I head down to the ocean and I just dip my lips in the water. Just a light kiss of the sea, if you will. Light smooch of the ocean. Get a bit of salt in there, ladies. Feels good, huh? Just weird I have to ask two strangers from the beach to come hold my arms and legs up as they do it. <laughs> I don't know why they agree. I do kiss them on the tip. Just the tip, like Mother said. Got so hot, chopped off all my hair, got this cool ant hair. Guess what? Nobody wants to fuck their aunt. Found that out the hard way. Been using these old catcher's mitts the past couple years. Put me in the outfield. I'll catch a ball barehanded, can't feel it. Calloused. I've been... Put a lot, of water, a lot of work with these hands. Put me on the railroad. I can lift things. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what that means either. I feel like I try acting younger. I tried wearing a choker necklace. Ladies, tried this before. Literally choked. I barfed in the back of a bar. Can't wear one. Got a very strong neck for a woman. Got a very thick neck for a gal. I have my father's neck. That's the problem. Got all the things a woman wants from her dad. Got his giant nine and a half man feet. Don't look, trust me. Got his really broad European back. I can carry a lot of water through a village on this thing. If anybody's parched, I'm sturdy. Built like an ox. I can walk for miles. And I got my dad's nipples. Found it out at the cottage last summer. Pete popped out of the water. I'm like, why do those look? Oh shit, they're mine. That's why. Very round and light. I'm only going to show you on the way out, sir. I've cut a hole in the bra. It'd be creepy to show you the whole tit. Just the nipple. I don't want to be a pervert. That's, that's weird. As soon as I moved out to L.A., I thought I was the fattest woman here because um, a guy on Tinder told me I was. <laughs> what? Men are the best. What next with you guys, huh? You rascals always up to something weird and gross. Put it away. You know, we don't want to see it. So I went on a bunch of bullshit diets, did the cabbage soup diet. Anyone heard of this bullshit before? Yes, have you tried it? Never do it, yes, no, how bad was it? Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's literally hell. They tell you you're gonna lose 10 to 12 pounds in one week. They have this, yeah, they're like, they have the soup whenever you want. You get hungry, have some soup. It's like putting a head of cabbage in a hot tub and having, that's what the fucking soup tastes like. <laughs> Day three, breakfast soup? <laughs> <laughs> No one wants breakfast soup, all right? <laughs> breakfast soup's not going down the mouth hole, but day four. Day four is where they get you, huh? Like, hey, guess what? You can have as many bananas as you want. 
oh really cabbage soup diet? Is this a dare? I ate 12 bananas in one day. I'm not even kidding, I was starving. I ate two bunches of bananas to myself in 10 hours. I didn't shit for two weeks. I gained 10 goddamn pounds on this diet. But when I did shit, 12 exact bananas came out of my asshole and (laughs) very clean wipes, felt nice. I'm a sad loser on Tinder, anybody else? Only one other, thank you. For some reason, only very small men match with me online, very tiny boys. I just want to be the small spoon once, you know? Get so cold back there every night, I'm bear-hugging a man to sleep. We just hear a sound in the house, I'm like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. Give him the old knuckle sandwich. Last guy I was talking to, a very small man. He could be living comfortably inside me right now, I'm not quite sure. There's room for friends. He could have a sleepover. And uh, he also wears glasses. I get it. He reads. This is the problem. He's down there with his mouth. Glasses still on. We take him off, right, boys? We take him off. I look down. I'm like, oopsies. Hey, hey. Tippy too. Hey, they're fogging up. Take off the glasses. Put them on the nightstand. Huh? He's like, sorry, I can't. I can't see. You can't, you can't see. What the heck are you looking for down there, huh? There's three or four holes, pick one, put them on the nightstand. You want to know what it looks like? Let me paint you a little picture, huh? Think of a really nice charcuterie board. Heavy on the meat side, take off your, that was too far for UCB Franklin, okay. That's it, yeah. Nobody else in here thinks that a vagina looks like a bunch of prosciutto thrown into a corner, that's fine, yeah. Nobody's ever been to Arby's. I have two beef and cheddars for $5 in my jeans right now. Heavy on the horsey sauce. I know you didn't want it, but I gave it to you anyways. I go out for brunch the next morning with old Specs McPherson. I look over. Transition lenses. Yeah. I almost called the police. Did I just fuck a hacker last night? What the hell is going on? He tapped into my mainframe and filled up my RAM. You get that reference, right, sir? Okay. Went home with some other clown off Tinder. Not an actual clown. You're like, wow, she's desperate. Um, Take off the nose. Okay, no, that wasn't real. So I go back to the city itself. I want to say it went in and out like a fiddler's elbow. I don't know. I was drunk. Who cares? It's three in the morning. I'm like, get off me. I'm tired. I'm going to bed. So it's shaking. He's like, wake up. Get up. I'm like, what? He's like, let me play you a tune. I'm like, sorry. I'm like, what? I'm like, this is a before thing. We've already done it. I'm very tired. Get off. Bye. He gets up, turns on his light. He goes, what do you want, acoustic? I'm like, acoustic? I look back, wall of guitars. I'm like, how I missed 62 guitars when I walked in here? No fucking clue. I go, yeah, you're not going to plug in a bass at three in the morning. I'll take the acoustic set. Sure. What is happening right now? He comes back over the bed. He's still nude, leg up, guitar, dick peeking out the bottom of the guitar. Looked like a witch's tome. I don't know what that is. Looks like it stinks. I hate it right now. He starts singing the song. If you've heard it, please join in. This is verbatim the song he sings me after sex. The little boy died. The little boy died. We thought he was going to live, but the little boy died. 
sorry you haven't heard that song either? I just said sex with a murderer. What is happening right now? I'm like, I'm gonna go to bed, wake up, cover little boy's skin. I hate this right now. I pass out, wake up the next morning, have sex again. I am not well, I'm very sick, I'm getting help, don't worry. Very ill woman, <laughs> I'm talking to people. Also bikers, I was very embarrassing to leave someone's house on a bike. I'm like, see you later, got my helmet, I'm a fucking loser. So biking home and dead silent, I'm like, I can't live like this anymore, I need, to, I need to change my life, this is very sick. I'm like, God damn it. The little boy died, the little, it's a catchy tune, God damn it. It's on iTunes if you wanna buy it. Thanks so much, my name is Steph Tola. Holy shit. <laughs> Download that song, everybody. Make it your ringtone. I'm going to make it my <laughs> ring back tone. Remember ring back tones? $2.99. Somebody calls you and then Sugar Ray plays. <laughs> I can't even think of a fucking Sugar Ray song to make a joke about. Whatever. Anyway, step tall of everybody. One more time. We watched the movie Tomb Raider last night. More like Womb Raider, am I right? I liked it, is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) It makes no sense, but I love saying it. More like Womb Raider, am I right? I liked it. I have a womb. She took it from me. Because she was hot. In the movie Tomb Raider. Which rhymes with Womb Raider. Yeah. I want Hollywood to cast me in Womb Raider. <laughs> the pieces will fall in place after that. <laughs> can be sort of like a Mad Libs type of a situation writing it. I'll just like write a screenplay missing a couple of words. I'll just hand it out to everybody. You can blindly pick adverbs and verbs. I'm sure, it'll be fine. Everyone's totally on board with this idea. Last week, I riffed about Snickers bite-sized candy bars. I was like, ever eat so many... Snickers bite-sized candy bars, you just ate a Snickers. And then somebody threw bite-sized Snickers at me, and it was unplanned. Um, and now I just did a riff about womb raiding, and I can't believe no one threw any wombs at me. <laughs> Gotta get my shit back together. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, we got two comics left. Are you excited about those last two comics? I am! And guess what? This comic coming up right now, it's also their first time on the show. So you all know what we're going to do. That's right. You're already doing it. Keep it going for Molly Rubin Long! Hi, everybody. How we doing? Good. Um, I'll let you guys know a little bit about me. I am a feminist. Um, which honestly I think is surprising to a lot of people when I say that, you know? Because I'm pretty enough that I don't have to be. (laughs) What can I say? I'm a 10. (laughs) Those are both jokes. Of course I hate myself. I'm a woman. Don't get weird. Don't get weird. Oh my God. Don't worry. Um, The only thing I'm a 10 in is H&M bathing suits. (laughs) Apparently not the same. (laughs) No, I don't know. I'm like constantly trying to fix my body, right? Like I was, I was counting calories for a while. That lasted about three days. Then I gave up and called myself body positive. <laughs> That's a fun loophole, right? 
For me, that just means mm, positive I hate my body. But not more than I hate counting. Yuck. <laughs> Addition is oppression. That's what I say. I want to be skinny, not a nerd. So forget that. <laughs> Plus, I wanted to stop pretending Halo Top is good. Do you, I'm, I, <laughs> no, I, I don't live in Los Angeles. I just assume Los Angeles is built on Halo Top, but I, it is awful. If you don't know what Halo Top is, it's this like ice cream approximate that every pint is only two to 300 calories, right? But the thing about it is even if you eat a whole pint of Halo Top, you still feel hungry for love. So, <laughs> might as well eat real ice cream, <laughs> you know? Um, I don't know. I just keep eating real Haagen-Dazs and like pretending my metabolism will never catch up to me. <laughs> I truly believe that fettuccine Alfredo was wasted on the young. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> I don't know. I've been going to the gym more though, and that's fun. I gotta say, like, um, it's it's uh, the gym is good, but it also has given me the confidence to wear this bright orange romper. So like, maybe it's not good. I don't know. Um, <laughs> With Croc sandals, nonetheless. So here we are. Thank you so much. I am an icon. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but I like the gym. I got to say my favorite part of going to the gym is all the endorphins I get when I run into that guy who asked me to pee on him. <laughs> Some of you know Ben. Okay. Um, good, good. I don't know. I used to live in New Orleans, and that was amazing. My, my gym in New Orleans is definitely the best gym I'm ever going to belong to because my gym in New Orleans had a bar and a lounge. <laughs> so, so you could, like, get drunk, take a nap, and be like, ooh, what a workout, you know? <laughs> really my kind of gym. Um, it was also really cool because it had been an athletic club in the heart of the French Quarter for 150 years. Like, how many gyms have that kind of history, you know? When I was on the treadmill, I could just hear the ghosts of the founding members being like, what the fuck are women and black people doing here? <laughs> this isn't what we wanted. I think the only women allowed in the original New Orleans Athletic Club were like smuggled in to give blowjobs in the sauna, you know? <laughs> Which is like, not why I'm at the gym nine times out of ten. So. <laughs> Special occasions, you know. I don't know. Magazines tell women we should compare our bodies to produce, as if that's supposed to be helpful. I don't know. Like, like if you're a tall, lean woman, you're a celery stalk. If you're a round woman, you're an apple. If you're a dead woman, you're finally free. <laughs> um, looking forward to that. Um, I don't know what type of food my body most resembles. It's like, whatever type of food has arms that twerk, what's that? <laughs> Probably like a, like a soft cheese or a gnocchi, you know? Um, my goal weight is to no longer do prop comedy with my arm fat, but we're not there yet. <laughs> we're not there. So, thank you. We're gonna keep doing the joke. Thank you so much. Um, I don't know. I've been told that I'm closest to a pear. I feel like I'm a very ripe pear, you know? A little fuzzy with a lot of give. That's me. <laughs> That you see in your kitchen and you're like, damn it, should have eaten that one sooner. <laughs> like in its early 20s. Okay. Um, <laughs> peak. I don't know. I am a babysitter, also known as a woman with a BFA in drama. College is a scam. Okay. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I did realize though that babysitting is the only job where they can have hidden cameras everywhere that's not a reality show. So I've just been speaking reality show confessionals into every teddy bear in the house. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Max is being a real bitch about getting his bottle today, but I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> I was a cheerleader in high school, which is like super sexy if you're a pedophile. Um, but, but I actually went to this very nerdy high school, like super nerdy. Our most successful team was the robotics team, but we were not allowed to cheer for them because they had to concentrate. So <laughs> we just cheered for our very bad football team. And to add insult to injury, my high school football team was called the Peg Legs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, not even the pirates. No, the part of the pirate that makes it harder to run. <laughs> it's very sad. <laughs> but there was actually a really good reason they were named that. I went to this high school in New York called Stuyvesant High School, named after uh, Peter Stuyvesant, first mayor of New York, who was famous for having a peg leg. Um, he was also famous for being an anti-Semite, but that's a worse team name. <laughs> right? <laughs> Like if you had to pick one, you know. But cheering for the anti-Semites would have been fun, you know. Just like um, two, four, six, eight. Jews control the interest rate. <laughs> I said, Burr, it's cold in here. The Jews have a weather machine. All right, um, you guys don't get weird. I'm Jewish enough to say that. This isn't like the start of a rally. To put it in context, I'm like Jewish enough that they let me go to Israel for free, but not Jewish enough that I believe in magic. Somewhere right in the middle. So you guys are so sweet. Thanks so much. All right, everybody, the time has come. Our final comic is about to come on stage. Are you ready for that? Yes, that's what I thought. You guys keep it going for Neil Nanda! Yeah, one more time for Cameron and Rhea. Make some noises. Yeah. Exciting. Excited to be here. I, uh, I do live here in Los Angeles, so I'm dating in Los Angeles, which is fun. Uh, but I don't know if I'm dating girls or if I'm just feeding girls. I have no idea. I've been going on a lot of feedings lately. Uh, like, I've been feeding this girl for about three years, and uh, it's turning into a committed feeding. Uh, it's great. Uh, no, I'm actually, I'm in an interracial feeding right now. I, <laughs> I'm Indian. My girlfriend's white. Uh, so I get to do fun stuff, like go to Utah and <laughs> uh, the Book of Mormon Live. It's great. Uh, and... <laughs> Time. I offend some Mormons? What happened? <laughs> oh, me and my eight brothers are out of here. <laughs> I, uh, no, I, uh, no, I like dating white girls. Being in an interracial relationship, race doesn't get brought up anymore. It's not a thing anymore. I, but I was talking to my black friend who's also dating a white girl. I was like, hey, man, does race ever get brought up between you guys? And he looked at me and he goes, yeah, man. You know, every time we hook up, she's like, give me that black dick. And I was like, no, man, I don't know. And, uh, <laughs> I have no idea. You don't invite me to these things. I don't get I would go if I was invited. Uh, <laughs> but I, that's because of the stereotype, right? Black dudes, big dicks. That's the gold medal of stereotypes. It's amazing. The white dudes have like Forrest Gump, box of chocolate dick. You just, you just never know what you're going to get. You have no idea. No idea. Life is like a white guy's dick. You just don't know. You have no idea. 
That's what mom always says. Uh, but uh, do you guys do you guys know the stereotype about Indian dudes? Does anybody know? Silence, because there is no stereotype, because nobody fucks Indian guys. It doesn't happen. <laughs> it's why we have arranged marriages. The only reason. <laughs> not a cultural thing it's just our dad like hey could somebody fuck my son come on please it's his birthday you guys offended for me what's going on what's happening <laughs> is mad at my dad for me it's <laughs> uh, crazy I like being here in Los Angeles I grew up in Atlanta so I grew up listening to hip hop even though I look like unemployed Mowgli I <laughs> I like I still listen to hip hop. I feel like I'm getting older now because I'm getting concerned for rappers. Like, I heard Lil Wayne recently, and it sounded like he took drugs right before hitting the booth. Like, before he even made any lyric, he made any sense, he went, wow. <laughs> it's like, does that help? Do you need help? What's going on? What's happening? <laughs> Did you vomit? Are you okay? Lil Wheezy feeling queasy? What's going on? <laughs> What's happening? I started getting really concerned for rappers when I heard the Cardi B album. Great album. She has, like, the most concerning lyric in the song Bickenhead, where she says, and I quote, pop that pussy while you work. Pop that pussy up in church for Jesus. <laughs> pop that pussy on the pole. That's appropriate. And pop that pussy on the stove. <laughs> First of all, that's an amazing Dr. Seuss pussy popping rhyme scheme. <laughs> Out the back, right? Amazing. <laughs> Pop that pussy in a box. <laughs> Pop that pussy with a fox. Great <laughs> rhyme scheme. But also, pop that pussy on the stove. You're going to burn that pussy. What are you doing? You don't want to be Cardi burnt pussy? It's not. <laughs> she keeps going. There's more lyrics. Then she says, pop that pussy while you drive. That's worse than texting. You don't want to do that. It's got to be worse. You don't want to get pulled over for a DWPP. You don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that on your record. You don't want a cop pull you. Ma'am, you know how fast you're popping that pussy? You're popping that pussy in a school zone. I'm going to have to give you that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, I'm a millennial, but I don't feel like a millennial because I don't eat ass. And... <laughs> Didn't think that was applause break worthy, but all right, I guess. <laughs> Pretty relatable. Um, no, I just don't. I've never tried it. It doesn't sound appetizing to me. I'm like, is there a side of something? Like, oh, there is? I'll do that. Uh, I just, I, the, the way I feel about it, I'm not against it. I'm not like anti-ass eating. I don't want to be up here like, don't eat ass. Like, I don't know, like some ass redneck or something. <laughs> but I, it's not that I don't believe in it. My philosophy on eating ass is the same as Hammurabi's code. It's, uh, it's an ass for an ass is all I'm saying. All I'm, say all I'm saying is if I eat your ass and have the knowledge of what your ass tastes like, then you got to experience the third world chicken tikka masala asshole of mine. All I'm saying is a brown eye for a brown eye. That's all I'm saying. I think that's fair. I think that's, I think that's very fair. Um, I don't know. It's an exciting time to be alive. We kind of have a president. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> I say we kind of have a president because it doesn't feel like we have a real president, right? kind of feels like we have a step president right now. <laughs> he's got like the same approval rating of a random dude fucking your mom. It's like 30% or so. And everyone that doesn't like him keeps saying the same thing. They keep saying, he's not my president. He'll never be my president. That's the exact same thing. You're not my real dad. <laughs> never be my real dad. <laughs> The same thing. 
But I do think, I don't know if we're in the worst place we've ever been because at least we're having some important conversations. We're finally talking about gun control. I think that's amazing. And if you haven't followed the gun control debate, one side is like, Second Amendment, guns. And the other side's like, hey, we're children. Don't kill us. And, pe <laughs> and people are like, I don't know. <laughs> kids <laughs> but you know and i want to support i really want to support the second amendment i want to support everyone's right to bear an arm and i'm i think that's cool but it's hard for me to support it because the second amendment was written in 1781 do you guys know it was legal in 1781 besides besides slavery the obvious <laughs> one cocaine cocaine was legal and doesn't the entire bill of rights sound like cocaine was legal <laughs> Like, the entire Bill of Rights is like, I get to say whatever the fuck I want. Write it down. <laughs> Write that shit down right now. Right now. Guns. Everybody gets guns. You get a gun. You get a gun. Don't search my shit. This is my shit. I don't know. I want to support. I want to support both sides, but this, and, and you know, at the same time, it's like I don't think we should take anybody's guns because I love hip hop. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear rap music without gun noises. It sound. I mean, have you heard how British people rap about guns? Skinny beep 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 pop. Pop 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 boom and the tingles pop and the tingles boom. That's not how guns sound, Niall. Uh, <laughs> ding 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 ding. That's your landline. Why do you still have a landline? Thank you guys so much. I'm Neil Nanda. Neil was very funny. He was very funny, yes. I do feel like I want to help Neil out by saying everybody should, should feel free mm -hmm. to wash their butts. <laughs> right before. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This 4th of July... Celebrate, celebrate. Wash your butts <laughs> right before. Um, hey, that's Rhea Busher. Hey! Guess what? That's Cameron Esposito! We will see you next week. Thank you so much for coming. One more time for everybody who saw tonight. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap with your hands together. Put your hands together.
This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Ah, uh, yes. I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.